All right, we're recording the podcast. Dick's eating some uh, carrot cake. Tomorrow night. Ooh. Theme song, guys. Threat me with a good time. Burn me, cigarette burns. L.I.W. John Carpenter Review, episode 15. Cigarette burns, 2005. Five, five, five. I am the one. Burn my ass with a cigarette gun. We need John Carpenter's song. I want to be high. Never worry. Just (laughs) bury me with my currency. Along with my currency. As my girlfriend put so, it, along with my current feet. <laughs> current uh, feet. Yeah, she wrote current feet, and then I got like a whole diatribe of like, are they? Re- are you worried they're going to replace your feet when you die and they bury you? <laughs> <laughs> and I became obsessed with that idea because it's hilarious to me. It is. It's pretty funny. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty best good. thing that came out of that whole run of Twilight Zone was that it's this. Song. It's this. All right, that's it. <laughs> okay, here's what you do for the anthology episode. Next time you hear a really stupid song in one of the shows that we watch, you just loop that and put some talking over top of it so you don't get a copyright strike. Okay. There's your theme song. Should oh, I just do done? Suspense. <laughs> you should put that in there just as a joke. John Carpenter. All the dumb stuff that we've seen. John Carpenter suspense. The problem is, it has to be a John Carpenter song. That's terrible. Well, uh, I mean for the anthology, but for this for this one, we don't need a theme. John Carpenter never needs a theme song. No, I think his son did the that. did the score for this one. I, I know. Say, I thought yeah. that was strange because it's like, oh, here's the Carpenter music, and it says, right as it kicks in, it says. Music by Cody Carpenter. I'm like, yeah. You did a good job. You did a good job. Yeah. He's clearly his father's son. Because him him and yeah, him and his son, they they don't do movies anymore. They tour and play music. And that's all they do is play Carpenter themes together. I think uh, his son plays guitar. Carpenter obviously plays keyboards. I've showed you guys some clips of it. It's fun shit. That's what they do. You know what I never thought to do in my life is go see John Carpenter. I, I, hear, I hear it's great. I hear it's a great yeah, show. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got the record that they re-recorded all of his old theme songs. And they I got some, some bad news. And, yeah. On tour, no. Upcoming, 2021, none. Well, he's not, welcome to post-pandemic He's in his yeah, 70s. Not, he can't tour. Well, if I gave him a carton of cigarettes, he'd show up. Some Paul Malls. <laughs> he, just does and... it for, he just does it for cigarette money. I'll do it. I love the Where fact that I go? that I have two shows that I do, and both of them are notorious cigarette hounds. Rod yes, Serling right, and John yeah, Carpenter. Are just. Did you see what I put on Twitter to advertise this show? No. This is uh, tonight. Tonight we watch Creep Show, and then we also watch John Carpenter's Cigarette Burns, and we're not talking about the ones on John Carpenter's office rug. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, I wanted this this show to just be a, a close up of his couch for twenty minutes, where it's just where he drops some. <laughs> Where his cherry all, fell off. All the burns in his house, just like a slow pan. Damn it. Pan and sketch. Well, to me, this feels like angry John Carpenter, this this uh, episode of Masters of Horror. Well, He's honestly, angry. If I was to do my first impression, this is the ring if it was told by pretentious film snobs. And that's kind of what I like about it. I, I like that angle. It was... I agree, Dick. I agree with both of you, actually, because it is a little film school and is a little angry as well. But it's very film school. I don't think he likes film snobs. I feel no. like this is Jansen's here. Why is Jansen here? Oh Jansen Carlin. Yes. 
Hi. <laughs> hey, Archie. Did you have a cigarette too? No, I just want. Shut up. <laughs> now we're going to put you just to tell us to shut up. All right, I bye. I just wanted to come in, come in and tell you to stop tweeting out telling me what to do. Okay. <laughs> the answer is no. I'm not giving you ideas. Figure it out. Well, there goes that idea. <laughs> you have was, no idea what show we're like talking about. Would somebody like to fill me in as to what's going on here? I feel like I'm missing I will. Something. Jansen, please do me a favor. I'll watch one episode of an anthology show for us because we finally <clears throat> found some really good stuff. You'll, yeah. You'll, 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 here's here's the problem. It. Here's the problem with that statement. You're a liar. No, no. All I... three of us. <laughs> <laughs> please watch... It's on. It's on. It's not on anything anymore, is it? Fuck! They took it off Netflix. What? I will send you an episode. We'll watch it together. Fuck! I don't care. It's called. <laughs> it's a show called Inside Number Nine. We watched the second episode. Oh ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. You so, would like this. So look up I, Inside I, I, Number Nine. Seriously, it's the yeah. second episode called A Quiet Night In. We watched it and and we're laughing. Especially that one. So yeah. fucking hard the whole way through. You're Please. hard. That's scary. Yeah. If you didn't, okay. if you heard every other word, then yes, that's probably what I said. Why does this look British as all hell? It's British as all hell. It is British, but it's great. It's <laughs> it's it's British dark humor. This, this should be wonderful. my inside yeah, number nine. Yeah, it'll make shirt. you hard. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. He's eating carrot cakes. He's off camera. Let me see. No, I'm done with it. It's done. It's all. You just. just you hiding. did. You forgot Wait, to show you, us you rubbing the carrot cake all over your tits. I was really hold, holding out for that. You know. Oh, yeah, that's for my uh, Patreon channel. That that's for that's for it's your OnlyFans. Okay. Yeah. It's on. It's on. It's on Hulu. It used to be on Hulu. Is it still there? It says it's on Hulu, HBO Max, and BritBox. Oh, it's it, on Hulu? HBO Max? I, it, it used to be on Hulu. <laughs> I, I looked. I couldn't find it. But it could, I kind of was on HBO Max. I'm pulling it up right now. I have. We've HBO. watched two episodes of it, and it's wonderful. Yeah. Holy shit. If it's on HBO Max, I'm going to watch it right now. Yeah. Oh, it's show. Uh, good night, everybody. No, <laughs> don't yeah, watch it because we're watching it. Five seasons on on HBO Max. What? Okay, watch the I'm second fill episode. My up with that. No, don't watch the episodes. We want to watch them together, guys. No, Come okay, on. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna watch them because I'm not on the show. I just jumped uh, in. I'll, I'll watch them exactly. with Phoenix West at 720p through his little streamyard window. Why yeah. What's yes, going on with Phoenix's you. camera today, dude? What happened? Are you? I know. It's because I'm uploading a video. Oh, so he, he's he's trying to reenact that movie Unfriended. Who, who there. decides they're going to upload a video during a live stream? Event? I didn't. I started seven or eight hours ago. What kind of a dumb idiot? <laughs> this dumb idiot. I told you. I. It's, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck. I missed him. I did. <laughs> oh, here we go. I mean, there's no Reedus. This is what the show needs. Yep. Yeah. Or Jansen. Is that Norman Reedus? Yeah, this is pre-Walking Dead Norman Reedus back when he used to yeah. act for a living. Uh, I wouldn't even get go that far because he's not very. Oh, you, good you didn't think either. it was that good? You didn't oh, think I, was that mean, good? I thought we, he was really bad in this. We we've all seen Boondock Saints. There was no acting in there. No, that's true. Uh, you guys are fans of uh, Blade Two, then I take it. Oh, I like Blade Two. I don't, but he's not good yeah. in it. I, I thought he's good in it. I, he's so obnoxious, like you hate him and love him at the same time. <laughs> Um, but he always, the thing season, with Norman Reedus is he always looks like he needs a shower. I just each, always each season six episodes long yeah. for this inside number nine. Yeah, yeah. But they have they, they have five they have five seasons on here. It's a great it's, show. So that's all of it. It's that's a great every episode. Show. Yeah. Except oh, okay, that so it's, it's not it's no longer on. It's no longer on. I mean, it's no longer an active show. It's no, it's still on. They just uh, it yeah. started in 2014, so they just uh. 
they're, oh, they're coming back. They're coming back they're, this year. So, but anyway, it's probably between seasons. Watch so. the second episode. It's called A Quiet Night In. Just watch it and and by yourself and don't have any expectations and just watch it. I don't want to oversell yeah, that's it. Right. But we all laughed hysterically because uh, you okay. never know what the fuck's gonna happen with it. But it was it's a lot of fun. Okay. Okay, we'll see what happens. All right, I just want to jump in and just break your balls real quick. So I, I figured as much. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you guys. Have later. fun quarantining, you fuck. Hey, listen, dude, you, you want me to come and get? I said yes. You said I can't afford your diseases or whatever. Your oh, germs. Yeah, yeah, you're poor, so it's fine. I'm rich. Um, and, oh no, no. I don't know. I might change my mind, but it'll probably just be me, if anything. So. That's fine. I don't know. We'll see what happens. There's three, I'll text you. There's three championship fights. That's why we're... Yeah, I know. And it's the first like live audience event, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I watched la- I watched um, the one last week. It was boring. Yeah, it was super fucking boring. So. Um, UFC stuff. The best about. fights are always the chick fights these days. Yeah. I, I get excited when I see the chick fights because they're actually more uh, entertaining. Reminds me of high school. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm out of here. Talk to you guys later. Later, homie. Fuck off. All right, I wonder how long he was waiting in the wings to join. You should have made him wait through the whole episode. <laughs> Just talk about him. That fucking oh, the last five minutes. We're talking shit talk for twenty shit minutes. Oh, hey, put him in the lobby and just talk, yeah. talk crap about him. Oh, right, you. All, All right. right, so uh, cigarette burns, Dick. You picked this, so go. It's your your episode to talk about. So cigarette burns was part of that anthology series called Masters of Horror. It was on Showtime. I remember when it premiered. Yeah. This is the only episode I ever watched live on Showtime when it came on originally. And I remember it was written by Drew McQueenie and his buddy. And they were like guys from Ain't It Cool News. Like these guys were it wasn't Harry. nerds. They're <laughs> film nerds who became writers. And I don't know if they did anything else after this. I'm pretty sure they probably didn't. Here's a question. It's written by yes. Drew, Mc, Drew McQueenie, like we said, and also yeah. Rebecca Swan as Scott Swan. Do we have a sex change going on there? Oh, shit, really? Interesting. Who's who's Swan? So it says Rebecca Swan as Scott Swan. So the credit was Scott Swan. Yeah, it's probably a transgender deal, yeah. I that's, look usually, that up. that's usually what that is. Yeah, yeah I'm going to look that up right now then because that's interesting. Huh. A, I wonder look, who, who that was. It's weird that, especially when you think about, yeah, I'm looking right now. There are some. There's a sex change going on there. Was it the big fat guy that was the uh, buddy in the in the um, in the in the movie theater? That guy. It is. The, where the fuck did that? Or was it? A, was it the woman, the girl who killed herself? <laughs> no, it's okay. What? I'm sorry. There's too no, many fucking no. people. Okay, here we go. Um, let's see here. So here's Rebecca Swan. Here's Squat, Scott Swan, Masters of Horror. Oh my logo. God! It is the guy f- that was the fat guy in his. Uh, oh wow! Okay. Ooh, that's weird. It's not a very good transition, right there. Um, we don't know how far along in the process that it was. Is what it is, yeah. Anyway, um, no, that, that, that wasn't just, him. I just caught that off guard. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't see a credit for him. No, he's not on here. Him or her? All him at that point. But anyway, um, continue. Sorry. No, it's just um, it's, a, it's one of those. Um, it's got seven point six on IMDb, which I'm kind of shocked by that. Um, it, I, I when I saw it initially back in the 
This is pretty much his penultimate. This is his penultimate film. Like this is the second to last movie he ever did, because he did the ward after this, and he's done. Like this is yeah, pretty much the ward it. is so phoned in too. Yeah, man. and and this one is just the last time Carpenter does it, and this is such an uncarpenter esque show or episode or whatever this is. This this this. This, um, it's a I show. call I call it a movie because it's an hour. Yeah, it's an hour. Yeah. It's a miniature movie. Yeah, it's John Carpenter's eight millimeter. It, yeah, it really depends because if it was, if this were just some regular asshole making a regular anthology show and it was an hour long, I wouldn't consider it a movie. But since it's John Carpenter, he's a film director. I'm calling yeah. it a movie. I don't care. It's not. Yeah, I would but agree with I'm that. I'm still calling it that. Well, it's like it's like a a, a movella, like a novella. It's a movella. You know what's kind of funny? Yeah, exactly. You know what's kind of funny about this is the whole time I'm sitting there going, they are ripping off in the mouth of madness. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yes. John Carpenter. Sorry. It's very you know what else they were, You yeah. know what else I felt like they're ripping off of? when, Especially when Udo Kier shows up, and I love that guy. I, I fucking love him. But he shows up, and he starts talking. I'm like, did these guys watch Sprockets before they wrote this? Because I was getting Mike Myers' Sprockets skit from Hello? I was getting that vibe off of his. I sometime. have an angel in my out of room. I want to show you the angel with the cut off of wings. Dead angel in the other room. Dead, dead, dead. Sorry. No, it's not. It, I don't know. I, I kind of have a soft spot for this this episode. It's not very like the second time I watched it because I hadn't watched it in years, so I, I hadn't hadn't seen it in a while. I forgot I, I, about uh... the girlfriend and the and the and the father characters and i was like "Ooh, they're like the weakest link in that chain that whole that whole story i, I didn't line. hate it but i didn't love it no it's it's different it's yeah. not um it, i think masters of horror the show was never very good to begin with because you got uh what's his name mick garris. mick garris that's it mick garris is a vastly fascinating person to yes. interview like when he yeah. he has a show on on youtube an early show on youtube um, can't remember what's called postmortem, and he just interviews horror directors. He's got like yeah. Wes Craven and Rob Zombie, and you know John Carpenter as well. Really yep. good show, but outside of Stephen King's The Stand, I don't really need to watch any Mick Garris movies. Well, he's the greatest. Um, he's the greatest Stephen King adapter next to Frank Darabont. Yeah, he's number two, and that's not saying much. Fucking sleepwalkers <laughs> or whatever. Oh God, Mick Garrett. I think the thing that was that was weird though is when I was thinking cigarette burns. I mean, we were joking about you know just looking at uh, John Carpenter's sofa in his living room for an hour, but you know I was thinking I I didn't realize they were talking about that thing that they do on old film where they put the the little mark right there yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to tell you to change the reels. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that term until they brought that up again, and I, and they they kind of did it in a, a clever way. They had that guy that we were just talking about. He borrows the movies and he cuts those out and he collects them. For the guy, like a, my yeah. uh, Matala walked into the room, my girlfriend, and as that scene came up with the, his coworker, and I was like, "Holy shit! It's the fat guy from Freddy vs. Jason." <laughs> it's oh. this <laughs> stupid stoner dude. This Everclear is kicking my ass. That guy. Yes. Oh my god. And I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I recognized him. That's so sad. Wow. I've seen Freddy vs. Jason fifteen times. I saw it in the theater twice. It's great. It's fun. It's a fun (laughs) movie. Yeah. That's funny shit right there. It's a movie that's better than it deserves to be. Yes. It's 
Who made that? Uh, Jason Wu? Renny Wu? No, this Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie Wu. Ronnie Wu. Yeah. It's, it's he, a yeah. surprisingly yeah. good movie. When yeah. I was watching it, I'm like, I was waiting for it to suck, and it's like, I'm I'm into this. It has I'm, a I better... Care. I like every minute, yeah. It has a better backstory scene to Jason than any of the actual movies. Yeah, It's I like agree. it took all the good stuff from both sagas and just kind of spliced them all together yes. and made one coherently fun movie. You know, it's like, I would oh. never say it's a good movie, but it is a fun well, I movie. I like it. Yeah. I like it. One of the better ones. I, it's a fun movie. You can't say it's a good movie. You can only That's say it's a fun movie. Yeah. yeah. No, I, like you're, you're right. Yeah, like I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. It's a, it, it's it, it embraces what it's trying to be. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of like that. It isn't. Yeah. It's, 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 it's self-aware. Yeah. Exactly. Especially when uh, fucking Destiny's Child gets your nose cut off by Freddy's uh, razor blade through, through a magazine. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny! I got your nose, bitch. <laughs> but this movie, I, I thought it was the start of a clever story. Like I was into this whole uh, this story about a, a, a film that nobody can watch without just going into madness. Like you said, in right. the mouth of madness. Yeah. I, I I was buying that. I was into that. Uh, it falls apart for me in the third act completely falls apart uh i i because i was even you know you said you didn't like norman reedus in this i actually did i thought i i thought his performance was pretty good i didn't really think any of the performances were bad to be honest with you i, I like the way it was shot filmed i like the fact that the actual cigarette burns were in what we're watching as part of the story as well so every time you see the cigarette burn up in the corner like somebody would have a flashback or see something weird that was kind of cool um, you know, it, it, it was clever enough to keep me invested. I was never bored. But then in, in the third act, it's kind of like they just did the horror movie trope where it's like, well, let's just let's just go for the gross out and, and embrace it. And committed to the gross out and just kind of threw the story in the garbage and gave up on it. Pretty much, yeah. That's that's the third act. That was, that was the bummer. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a good setup and the payoff just isn't there. Well, I think what, what bummed me out the most is I was really hoping, because the whole time you're wondering, does he really want the money or does he really just want to watch this movie? Right. And they never, he never quite, they never quite, the, you know, a director never tells you if that's what his motivation is. You're never 100% clear. You know he's bothered by his uh, wife's demise, you know, the fact that he basically killed her, you know, got her hooked on smack, and she overdosed. Or, or no, she didn't overdose. She killed herself. Is what yeah, so there is the bathtub. He's grief-stricken, but does he really want the money, or does he want to watch this film? And and I was hoping that they would embrace that more, but in the third act, they never paid either one of those off. You don't really know. Like, they never... Well, they, he just... He kind of just... That. He basically... Norman Reedus, what doesn't make any sense is the... The father shows up at Udo Kier's house. Yes, that that's and where that it starts to become bummer. It's like just for most it. of the movie, he has no. It's like he has no self-preservation in the third act. It's like yeah. he, the the father shows up and just dumps his sad purse on the lawn. Just like yeah. I show up and I want to ruin your life. I have a gun and I just and like okay, sad man. <laughs> and then Norma Reedus it for kills him. Yeah. 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 Absolutely ruins it for me. Uh, but like, I did uh, like the fact that Udo Kier decided to take his lower intestines and feed it through a fucking <laughs> film projector. Yeah. I was like, this is great. This is stupid, but it's uh, fucking great. I liked it. The guy gouging his eyes out, like, yeah. you brought this on us. He's gouging his eyes out like, 
this is great. And then the dad shows up and everything falls apart. I laughed at that part. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did legit laugh at the guy gouging his eyes out. I shouldn't laugh at that, but for some reason that just came off to me as funny. Well, it was funny. And I was laughing at Udo Kier talking about movies because I'm like, is he doing sprockets from SNL? Because I'm totally getting that vibe right now. I had the chance to see this film at the Toronto Film Festival, but I saw, I saw, uh, <laughs> what's a bad movie? I saw Fort Fairling instead. Oh, he was talking about, he went and saw Dr. Fibes, which was yeah, cool. Yeah, because you wanted to meet Vincent Price. I fucking love Abdominable's Dr. Yeah. Fibes. I fucking love that movie. Love it to no, I, I can't. Better I don't like Vincent Price. Movie. I don't get Vincent Price. That's I... oh. uh, because you got no whimsy. <laughs> the guy's boring You're as not shit. whimsical. <laughs> Realistically, I should not like Vincent Price because I'm the one that has no whimsy here. But no, no it goes back to force. That's true. <laughs> it's whatever uh, I, whatever needs to be said at the moment. Yep, that's it. <laughs> no, I just I don't hate Vincent Price. I just watch him. I'm like, oh, he's terrible most of the time. He's awful. I want somebody to, to to find a way to work Vincent Price, either Vincent Price and or uh, Boris Karloff as a turn by turn navigation voice for like, ha, you know what I mean? Like turn here. Take the next left, hop ahead. I love how much the Simpsons, early Simpsons made fun of Vincent Price and his voice. Yeah. Futurama did it too as well in, the, in that show. <laughs> He's great. He's like the nicest guy in the world. He had the world's coolest voice for everything. He's, Both those guys. Well, Boris Pinky and the Brain, they Vincent based Price. their voice off him. Maurice yeah, LaMarche. Yeah. I love Wonderful. it. Wonderful. But uh, anyway, Cigarette Burns. But yeah, I agree. The third act is weak, but also kind of has the most interesting visual stuff. And it's yeah. only the, yeah. the only time you really get anything visual because the other stuff is just kind of inferred by the character. Right. And it's all flashes. when he, The whole premise is he, he, he wants to watch the movie. As soon as he hears the director's voice, it starts to call to him. And then he sees, he gets cigar, literal cigarette burns in his life and he kind of yeah. blanks out for moments at a time. And then it and escalates people from die that. usually, yeah. Yeah. No, once he meets that fucked up weird foreign dude who's cuts a woman hat, woman's head off and records it, like like you said, why did he show head? up in bondage gear? That's what was giving me the fucking that's... creep factor. He's, he comes out and he's got the fucking you it's, know Fifty Shades of Gray hat on. All it's right? because he, like sits there and I'm like, is he going to start licking Norman Reedus? Because it's like, John Carpenter's eight millimeter. Yes, I was just going to say John Carpenter watched eight millimeter. Only he didn't have the guy take off the mask and go. What did you expect? And it's a chubby yeah. dude with huge glasses. <laughs> oh. I could, the other thing I kept thinking about, too, is John Carpenter talking to Norman Reedus, like, off camera, like, you know, you smoke a lot of cigarettes. You remind me of me when I was your age. Yeah, yeah you can fish smoking, that carton. Man. You gonna fish that carton, Norman? I'll take <laughs> you over. Gonna, ask. You gonna finish? You got a cigarette, by the way? Ah, oh, Christ. This cigarette burn's yeah. gonna cost me my career, but fuck All it. right. Cigarette burns. Take two. Smoke them if you got them. Goddamn Ghost of Mars fucked me. Eight millimeter. Ghost of Mars <laughs> fucked me, so I gotta do a Mick Garrix show. This is bullshit. <laughs> I gotta pay off my cigarette bill. Fucking A. <laughs> he has like the... He gets a, a literal bill in the mail from a, from a cigarette company. <laughs> I pay by the pound. It's cheaper. The pallet. I forgot Costco. about Norman Reedus used to have like this really bloated little kid face too. Like that that kind of went away after a while too when he got older. But he used to have like this kind of looks like if you, if you guys seen uh, Haley Joel Osment lately, like his face just ke- keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, it does. He's like a balloon. He looks like a fucking orangutan in the face. 
Well, Mary it's funny because him and uh, Sean Patrick Flannery from Moondock Saints, they did the opposite because it starts off the Norman Reedus had a chubby face. Now he's thin. Sean Patrick Flannery is just bloated the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Would you call that Coke bloat? Or yeah. Would just be, no, it's alcohol. Bloat. That's alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> work bloat. No. Beer, beer can bloat. Yeah. I'm trying to get my goddamn Boondock uh, Saints show off the ground. What's going on? All, all I can I'm get working is, on my comeback, guys. All I can get is a <laughs> Saw movie. I'll do Young Indiana Jones Chronicles again. I'll do that. <laughs> We'll, we'll do it. Yeah, I, Spielberg's gonna call me any day now and have me as a cameo. That's gonna be told in my comeback. You know, I'll do it. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna be in Indiana Jones five. Is there a curse of Indiana Jones people who aren't Harrison Ford? Because both of them, one's dead. Uh, yeah, River Phoenix. River Phoenix is dead, and then Charles Patrick Flannery is just like a, a bloated mess somewhere, hanging out with. Well, Tom, I Tom doubt so- that, that Karen Allen didn't do more stuff after uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark because she was one of my favorite parts, and she's she a Starman. <laughs> exactly, she's a Starman. Yeah, that was she's after. Yeah, there you go. Problem I felt solved. bad for her in that movie. Oh. Starman in the sky. Yeah. Well, let's just say, let's put it, when we review that movie, I have a lot to say about it. Okay, <laughs> a lot to say about that one. <laughs> Well, I, for for cigarette burns, though, I would say the problem <clears throat> with this is I think it suffers from because what year did this come out? What, what's the uh, two thousand five? Oh my god! So December sixteenth, two thousand five was the release date. Yes, that is aught that is aught territory of just bad material. You know, just that was the era of bad material. It's a lot just, of lame horror. Yeah. A lot of bad shit was going on in that Everything of time. was just like edgy for the sake of being edgy. Like there but was I, a lot of that kind of horror coming out. I'm going to look up uh, Drew McQueenie here. What else has he done? And I bet you, uh, oh my God, nothing. He yeah. did not do anything oh, I, to this. I, yeah, I looked him up. Um, it's sad. But uh, I yeah, like the parts of this movie that wasn't horror. I like yeah. the idea that there's a movie out there. He wants to find it. It's kind of fucking with you. It's a little bit little bit horror. I like that. Yeah. And then it starts just going off the rails once they start introducing the... the when they, right. When they finally do show the movie at the end, I was upset. I was like, oh, I was kind of... I kind of like they the They really idea. let everybody down with that. Because it's like the half of the fun is the buildup of how fucked up this movie is. And when he's interviewing people, yeah. that was where this movie is the most fun. He yes. interviews all these people. And everybody that's had anything to do with this movie has had something really horrible happen in their life. Like... The guy that's the video, the the, the movie critic that's been writing the same in review the for years ever yes. since. His, his cabin is just full of papers. And he's it's like, just all reviews. You got to leave movie. so I can finish yeah. my review. It's the same fucking thing he's been writing for 30 years. But he's uh, got stacks of paper yeah. everywhere. And he's like, all this is one review. And he's like, but it's almost done. I'm like, that's great shit. I love that yeah. shit. That's yeah. all fun. And then. Unfortunately, he made the choice to show scenes from the movie, and it's just a guy standing against, or a woman standing against the wall, naked, screaming. And then it reminded me of an even worse video from The Ring. Like it was so fucking stupid and yeah, boring. And that's I was like, where they, they, it would have been more clever had they never shown us any of. What had they just saw. shown like the yeah. light flickering off Norman Reedus' face? Flickering, and thank that's you. It. The that's light it. flickering the face would have been enough. Yeah. He's just like, what the fuck is that? And use your imagination because your imagination, believe it or not, is way worse than whatever they can come up with. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Because they can only do so there's, much. There's literally nothing that they could have shown that would have replaced yeah. what, what's going through your mind. You're thinking just the it was, worst, weirdest fucking thing it you was think of. It was the fingernail popping off, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. 
Great. I saw it in Stir of Echoes 25 fucking years ago, wherever. And yeah. Like, back when Jennifer Morrison played the, the Down Syndrome girl that deserved it. That was, I've oh seen, my God, was I've so seen funny. far older, more generic movies than the, than the look, whatever the fuck it's called. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Uh, that they showed in this movie. Yeah, I've I don't seen remember. like way older shit. That's, Nosferatu is more scarier than anything they fucking showed. Or even Nosferatu in Last Action Hero is scarier than this. Yeah, yeah. The the Igmar Bergman segment <laughs> yeah. from Last Action Hero is scarier than this. God damn! It's it's. What do you guys think about the ending? When when oh no, fart. Let me back up. What do you guys think about Udo Kier's obsession with it, leading into Udo Kier watching it and the Butler? What do you guys think about that transition? That's the only well, time you, you see Udo Kier. The second time you see Udo Kier, he's putting his guts in the projector. <laughs> yes, that's fucking hilarious. But I mean, like he shows, but he finally Norman Reedus finally delivers the movie, and then he comes, he leaves, and then comes back to the house because it's a phone call. What do you guys think about the difference there and how effective that was? I feel like if this move, if this episode, since it's a TV show, if this would have had about an extra half an hour to flesh out Udo Kier and the butler, or at least, or at least tell us why Udo Kier is obsessed with this fucking movie, just give him any kind of remote backstory. He says would have made that that intestine in the film projector a little bit more effective. He has two lines that explain that, and they're the exact same line where he goes, "I've done horrible shit in my life." I can't. I'm gonna watch something so beautiful us, before I go to hell. Tell us some of it, any of yes. it. Yeah. Tell well, us just a little bit of it. We did because he has a a fucking wingless angel tied up or chained up in the other room. He's like, I don't yeah. just collect movies. And that was kind of cool. Yeah. I, I actually kind of liked that because because oh. you first when we first see Udo Kier, we go into the room. He's got these giant wings on the wall behind the desk, and I thought. It would have been great if they would have showed him sitting down and it looked like the wings were coming out of his back. But they didn't do that. You recognize this guy? And then he guy? says, well, what? Norman Reedus is like, no, never seen him. Oh, Norman yeah. Reedus says, uh, he obviously is the angel, but I've never seen yeah. him in anything else. But Norman Reedus says, what's, what's with the wings? He says, oh, it's a prop from a movie. And then they take him into the next room, and here's this guy with, like, shit ripped off of his back. Um, we saw that in one of the X-Men movies, I believe. Oh, the wings. With the thing with the wings. So that angels, wasn't the most yeah. terrifying. But it's the fact that he has an angel, like, that he's had him in there for years, just standing in there. But uh, he has a line. To the floor. He has a line that, that actually caught my interest and I thought was interesting because he goes, he goes, how do you know the film exists? He goes, because part of your soul gets attached to it and I'm here. So apparently if he destroyed the film, he would just vanish. Like he would burn up as yeah. well. He's kind of like, so I know the it exists. The angel is part of the film. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's actually only exists, he, he's like he's got some kind of symbiotic relationship with the film itself. And I so, love when at the end, when he grabs, the yeah. only survivor is this guy, and he he grabs the film reels, and he walks by, and he goes, thank you, and just keeps walking. Yeah. No, I think he was saying thank you that you shot yourself because we're sick of your acting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got out of it. It wasn't that bad. I didn't yeah, think I it was that know. bad either. I really didn't. I, 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 for some reason, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I, 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 I thought know. that he was trying to portray uh, somebody that's kind of detached from, you know, just has been through some shit, <coughs> kind of has detached feelings, and I was getting that vibe off of him. I didn't feel yeah. like he was too apprehensive or anything like that. You know, uh, I just got mad when he just goes from 
that curious Norman Reedus to fuck it, I'll blow my brains out in like yeah. 0.6 seconds. <laughs> yes. That kind of pissed me off. It, it's not so much that he died, it's the way he went out in the, the, the context of why he went out that just irritated me. The, the right. dad is obsessed with the, the daughter, and that's why he brings the gun, because he wants to kill this kid because he blames him for his daughter's death. Yes. And then the daughter crawls out of the screen covered in blood and like, Daddy. And she's naked. And yeah, yeah. She's yeah, like, Daddy, yeah. I'm thirsty. That I'm was hungry. weird, too. And like, she, naked girl in front of her dad. Yeah, she's yeah, covered yeah. in blood. She's standing in front of her dad. That was just a little too weird for me. When, what I thought would have been more clever is if when he delivered the film, like, he was in the car and he drove, like, halfway down the road and then he just stopped and then turned around and just fucking ripped it away from Udo Kier and then just decided to watch it. And the, if he died that way... That would have been a more interesting ending than what we got. Like, like the curiosity got the yeah. better of him, and he chose to, to to watch the film rather than I, pay off his debts. You know, I was really hoping he didn't watch the movie because he realized how fucked up it is, and it kind of had a good ending for him. Yeah, that's like kind of what he I got wanted. Away and everything else went fucked up. Yeah, yeah, because the whole thing, the whole previous fifty minutes, is setting up. You don't want to watch this thing, and him realizing, oh, maybe I don't want to watch this. Everyone I've interviewed is fucked up. And so he realizes at some point he doesn't want to watch it. And then even though he has a line to that lady who actually has the film, I just want to watch something beautiful, so beautiful. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And then, so I was waiting for him to say, no, I'm not going to look at the screen and just walk out. But no, he, he goes to the dad. He, dad realizes it's a, it's a fantasy. That his daughter's not there. And he goes, you got to stop keeping her alive. Me too. I won't, she won't rest until we're dead. I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? Well, I think that was the issue. That's like third, third, um, third act rewrite, where it's like we need to flush out these two characters. How do we right. end it? How do we end their storyline? This, this is, is my problem right with now. a lot of horror. Yeah. Is, is yeah. what we saw in Cigarette Burns. It's like you had me like seventy-five yes. percent of this this movie. I was into it, and then third act, you got really lazy, ran out of time. And this is what you came up with, and yeah. you bummed me out. It you, falls apart. You you made me angry. Yeah. yeah, you made it all fall apart at the end. It's the blues you know? mobile. You broke just, your toys. Yeah, just everyone, everything falls off. It's because they just he had a couple visions of the girl, and it felt more like it was a regret, not so much she's an unresting spirit. Yeah. So I just thought he had some regrets, and that's what he was seeing, and he's gonna he's gonna satiate that by not watching the movie and, and learning how to move on with his life. That would have been a way more satisfying ending, but instead they had to do the ultimate horror ending where he beats, beats the dad to death, stubs the check in his mouth, and then blows his brains out. So yeah. dumb. Spooky, So dumb. Yeah, it's not um, very good. The problem is I gave it a seven because I did enjoy everything up until that very end pretty well. I liked it. I was having fun. Yeah. I was long for the ride, and then the ending just kind of oh. Well, I, I like the mystery aspect, the, the angle of him looking for it, and you learn more and more about the movie and everybody involved in it and how it's just the fucking awful thing that shouldn't be, and you're right. When you show the pieces of the movie, you shouldn't show the movies. They should. Because it's, there's no point. You can't it, do that. I think the, the biggest disappointment in horror movies is when you when you start something great and then you don't pay it off, and then that's yeah. what you get from this. I also gave it a seven because I, 
up until that third act, I was really into it. Like I was like, you know, I'm actually digging this. I almost didn't want to like it. I was like, so, yeah, this is too. probably going to be terrible. It felt dated. And I'm like, no, you know what? I'm I'm fucking into this. Like the the they're committing to the gore here. Uh, the story's good. The music's good. The way the film shot is pretty good for early 2000s. This is not one of the worst things I've seen. Yeah. Uh, they didn't do the jump scare bullshit. You know, um, I was into the story. You know, like I said, I'm thinking, oh, okay, so this is kind of like The Ring, only like way better. Oh, I'm glad and you brought that up. Third, third act happens and yeah, eh, falls apart. Know. Yeah, I just want to say because think about the two movies that came out that this movie's clearly inspired by, which is Hardcore and Eight Millimeter. That movie, both those movies would show a quick few seconds of the actual snuff film. And then it's mostly yeah. just the projector flashing off George C. Scott or Nick Cage's face going, oh, oh. And that's, that's way, what they should have done. Way they more effective. They should have just shown like a partial of an image yeah. like reflecting off of somebody's face or something. And if, yeah, you, if you listen to uh, Fincher talking about Fight Club, he said he got, he, he had a... Uh, I forget which order it went in, but there's a there's a scene where they beat the shit out. He beats the shit out Angel Face out of Jared Leto's character. Yeah, and yeah. And it's yeah. not as brutal as the shot of just the characters going. Ah, oh. he says right, that's yeah, actually yeah. way more brutal because it yeah. uses your imagination and and I feel like John Carpenter is smart enough to know that because he has those previous movies to go off. But I also feel like yeah, he the ring kind of fucking threw a wrench into everything and you have to just show the stupid creepy video. This it, it almost feels like the producers came in and says, No, you have to show it. You gotta show this and we wanna see or the producer's like, Well I wanna see the movie. You yeah. have the audience for forty five minutes, I wanna see I wanna see part of the fucking movie. Obviously you can't show us the whole fucking movie. Just show us part of the movie. I don't want to see any of the movie. I don't want to see the credits, no. nothing. I just want to see people look at the movie. I want this to be Marcellus Wallace's briefcase as a movie. Yeah. Don't ever fucking show it to us. Because the whole point is, it, it drives you mad. We're not supposed to see it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, in Mouth of Madness, John Carpenter didn't read the whole fucking book to you from Sutter Kane. He didn't read the whole book. and <laughs> so you, you don't even, you have no idea what the book's about. It doesn't matter. All and you that's need a to know, way better movie than this one. Yeah, all you need to know is the book drives people crazy. That's it. Do you I'm read glad you brought cigarette up, burns? I'm glad you brought up David Fincher because I feel like if he would have attacked this movie and he had like a like a 90 minutes to play with, I think this could have been something. Yeah, I really do. The story could it could have been fleshed out better. Fincher wouldn't do a movie like this. No, script like this. no, but I mean, if, if somebody like him att- attacked this Dude, material, I don't know. You could have made it better. He made Girl the Dragon this Tattoo. Is, it's it. almost like this is dying for a remake. That was for money. Girl the Dragon Tattoo had anal raping. Hey, what so? So he's not above filth. That's all I'm saying. And then even uh, <laughs> even uh, Gone Girl, she talks about sitting down on a wine bottle to make it look like well, she that, got that, raped. Granted, that, that is in the book. So I you know, know but... uh, Alien Three almost had a pretty brutal rape scene too. But uh... that's true. Fincher was fighting yeah. for it. Yep. <laughs> Fox did not. Look. Guy puts his goggles on and everything. He's ready to go to town. I'm yeah. actually amazed Fincher kept making movies because he fucking hated. Fox, uh, everything about Alien Three. They fought well, on I everything. It's the seventh script must have been so good. He was like, "I gotta do this." Yeah, yeah. I'm glad uh, he stuck with it because <laughs> he's my oh, he was my second favorite director on our list. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, the reason I haven't given you my list, uh, Phoenix, I forgot what I said. Me too. I have to. Did... I was gonna post our list on on our Twitter page, but I'm like, yeah. uh, I don't want to listen back, so I'm not gonna post it. <laughs> Yeah, he, he didn't. Fincher didn't make my top ten list because I only like some of his movies, not all of them. 
I say I like most of them. I don't care for Kurt Benjamin Button, and that's probably the yeah. only one I don't really care for. It's a little yeah. too whimsical for you, isn't it, there, Dick? No, it's no, just no, that one's way too whimsical. It's it's honestly kind of dumb. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that one. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> but I also there's there's scenes in that movie. I only watched it once. It's the only only one of those movies I watched once. Yeah, but there's scenes in that movie. I was like, "This is a pretty good scene." Oh no, it's back to bad. <laughs> it's like can't make up its mind. I did. I did work with the guy though. I uh, did an extra a couple of days on a movie or a show, and the guy that was there was he was the stand-in for uh, Brad Pitt as an old man baby. Oh really? <laughs> like when he was an old man kid, he was the stand-in because he was like a short guy, but he had like the same build. So I was like, "Oh shit, you were you were." Benjamin Button. He goes, yeah, I was, and it's hilarious. He's a fucking SAG extra and standing so, basically. And that's his. So when name. when Ryan Johnson calls people man babies, is this what he's talking about? He's talking about the dude from Benjamin Button. Uh, absolutely, that's what he's talking okay. about. That makes more sense now. Yeah. Man, physical, literal man baby. Man babies. Hi. Yes. Touch me. So. I really did enjoy the scenes where he's interviewing people, which is a weird thing to say, but it because they would say things well, that was that, almost like the whole Sutter Kane thing. You yeah, know? yeah. Like they he's would, talking to people and getting little pieces, bits and pieces of the story, and it's it's making it's building up the mystery, like the they, suspense for me. They would say things yeah. that make you use your imagination, which I appreciate as a as a film watcher. It's like remember uh, they would say like uh, it, it taps into your darkest. And he's like, makes right, you go yeah, crazy. Yeah, and yeah. like the, the just the imagery of the words he would use, even though it's like scumbag saying it, I would still go, "That sounds great." Like, what the fuck is this movie? I don't want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but Norma Reedus I'm okay is with the gore, but I also I also feel like the gore kind of sleezes this up a little bit yeah. more than it needs. This should have been but, just yeah. a visual story of of the character realizing he doesn't want to go down this dark alleyway, and that's it. And that's as simple as it needed to be. You can have creepy subject matter like Udo Kier taking his guts out. That still works because the character needs to go. I tried to help you, man. I'm the fuck out of here, and leave. Yeah, yeah the, I was, I was, I was into that because I, 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 I was like you. I was kind of rooting for Norman Reedus. I'm like, you know what? I just want to see one good thing happen to this guy. And ultimately, the show's like, nah, fuck him too. I'm like, oh well, yeah. fuck you, man. <laughs> you know? fuck you, fuck you, the fuck out of here. I, I hope you do. Uh, 25 boring seasons of The Walking Dead, damn it. <laughs> wish, you wish came true. Yep. God damn, that show sucks so bad. Yeah. I, I do feel like there was a time where Norman Reedus was trying, and then Walking yes. Dead happened, and he just kind of quit. Well, when he became he a, a piss and shit janitor at Negan's factory, and he just, uh, that's all he did. That's when I was like, <laughs> fuck this show. I didn't even watch that. That's now. about where I fell off. The after that, uh, after the after everybody got, you know, de demoralized or whatever the fuck you want to call it, and turned into Negan's fucking flunkies. I'm like, you know what? This show's not fun anymore. It's just dumb. It's never fun though. It was never funny. No, it actually fell apart after Darabont left because I I, yeah. I liked it when they had a common goal in mind, and then once they decided that that was just all bullshit. I'm like, well, so you really don't have any direction for this. You're just going to keep going to odd into nothing. Well, then I'm done. You, uh, the, you know, you know how we're always talking about. You have to have structure. You have to have rules. They took yeah. all those and threw them out the fucking window. I'm like, well, then you threw your fans out the window too, because I'm out of here. And they stay on that fucking farmhouse for the whole season. It's like, oh god. Stop. And all, the, all the kill a little YouTube, girl. Guys, 
Yeah. You guys should watch this guy called The Critical Drinker. Um, well, I've, right heard, yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him. Yeah. He he did a video recently called "Why Canon Matters," and uh, Canon, if you're not familiar with the term, is is an established universe that that uh, uh, something belongs to a, a particular group of stories or movies or something like that. Uh, an established universe. When you take away the establishment and the structure, you create different groups of fans that clash, and you you no longer share that common interest. And a lot of people that that held on to that structure because that was something that always made sense to them. When you take that away from them, they're no longer interested and they give up on it. They get bored with it because yeah. it doesn't have any structure to it. Right. Like, like you just, you have to have rules that you, that you adhere to. That's, that's kind of why I like the, the nightmare on Elm street movies better than the, the Jason movies because the nightmare on Elm street movies seem to have more of a, a coherent story going throughout the whole thing. Whereas, Jason movies literally do the same thing every single movie and don't advance the story any farther. Where I feel like Freddy, they at least have some semblance of tying it together. And then you got Halloween, which is the fuck all over the place. You know what I mean? So, oh, all the fuck over the place. You just described puppet is Master. what it is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> I just gave Jansen a uh, from Dust Till Dawn quote because we're talking about UFC. You know, he's like. What time does it start? And I told him, and he goes, all right, I'll do my best. I go, your best better get a hell of a lot fucking better. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> He's like, whoa, whoa, okay. Sex machine. It's Tom Savini. Yeah, the great um, Tom Savini. Yeah, my computer's name is Sex Machine, by the way. I named it after Tom Savini. <laughs> Mine is named Skynet. Nice. So, uh, I really did enjoy this movie. I wish, like I said, I mean, how many times did we say I wish they would have stuck a little more grounded in non-horror, but I get why they did what they did. Yeah. I didn't, don't feel Masters like they followed, yeah. I don't feel like they followed through enough for me, and that's that missing half hour talking about, with the wingless angel dude. I wish there was more explaining that sort of stuff. Because well, there is nothing. Maybe this needed to be a movie, not a one-hour anthology I agree. Show. Yeah. I, I'm okay with a certain degree of ambiguity, but yeah. there are things that needed to be explained. That uh, That's my problem with a lot of horror. Is I think a lot of horror just kind of drifts into weird for the sake of being weird because weird is somehow scary. And that right. doesn't work for me. Yeah, no, it's, it doesn't. Yeah. But it does work this, with uh, Mouth of Madness. Or The Shining. The Shining is another example where you, yeah. you can be weird and get away with it because, you know, the fact that they're in a hotel and he, he's ascending to madness anyway makes sense within the confines of the story, you know? So and, and to be this fair... This doesn't really establish that. The Shining does separate the horror from the weird. Like, when he goes in the hotel yes, room and sees that guy blowing the other guy, it's not horror, it's just <laughs> weird, and then it moves on. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that's not horror. That's just uh, normal everyday behavior in England. It's sexy. <laughs> that's Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday in England. That's what yeah, that it's, is. It's Great party, isn't it? <laughs> and then the, the hot, hot, melting old lady from the bathtub. Oh, man. I will admit. She's so hot, she melted. You know how in the first episode of uh, Anthology Show, I admitted to jerking off to uh, Schindler's List? Yeah. Can't stop that thinking one too? about it. Yep. Let, let me ask you this: Did did you jerk off to both versions of the same lady? I <clears> would <throat> be jerking off to the hot one, and then the old lady would come on screen. I go, eh, you can only hit the rewind button so fast. So I <gasps> did, but it wasn't the goal. 
So yes, it, but it, I didn't want it, to. And many remotes were ruined from that day forth. <laughs> but it was like rewind, rewind, and it was like VHS days, you know. So no, yeah, no. yeah. This is before you can just look up images or look up porn. So that's that's my excuse. Yeah. But Schindler's List, I have days. no excuse for. That was just filthy all the way through. <laughs> you you had Skinamax, and you'd you'd hurry up and throw the tape in so that you can tape manual, and then hopefully you can go back and pause your favorite scenes later when nobody's yeah. watching. I remember one time I was on the couch in the living room and my mom came out at like three in the morning and I was watching, it was like one of the, you know, Skinamax movies, but it was like an older lady, like in her mid forties. They used to do that. And, and they're like <laughs> showing her. got naked for no reason. And then she's sitting there naked and I, I, I like crossed my leg. I wasn't jerking off. I was just watching it. And I crossed my leg over my other one and I put like my, like this and I was like, like, I was watching a nature documentary, like, really? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and my mom's like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, it's just this just came on. And I it, tried it, to... A, and she walked it, to the bathroom. It's a film. Yeah. <laughs> she walked to the bathroom, came back out, and by the time she came back out, it was probably, like, Die Hard 3. And I was like... What? I just watched it. <laughs> it, was, it was like, did I really... I, in, the, in my head, I'm like, she knows what I'm doing. She's just going to, she's Midwestern. She's going to quietly ignore this and just hopefully forget about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Midwest people do not acknowledge things that are happening in front of them. We just kind of go, well, whatever, I'll we, ignore we, this. We would just, I would just get that, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that because I go to my friend's house and then his, mo- he was, his dad wasn't around. So it was just his mom and, we, and she's super Catholic. But we were watching movies downstairs Oof. and we'd be like, this is so cool. We're watching like hardcore porn. And his mom ah. got a cable running from her, the TV in the living room upstairs to her bedroom where she oh, could turn no. on the TV and watch what we're watching. No. So it was like every couple hours, go, what the fuck are you watching? Oh, no. <laughs> so funny. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. fucking rough, man. And it didn't stop us because we'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Let's go to bed. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I thought it was bad when I think my mom walked in on one. It was on, and it was uh, one of those Emanuel movies, and one of the ladies like taking a pool cue and like shoving it up her snatch and popping it back out again. Oh, nice! That's the one that she walked in on. She's like, "It's a good trick. Can you do that, Ma?" <laughs> that's how you break that. That's how you break the, the ice on that. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just amazed by the trick. I'm, yeah, exactly. Whew. I'm not getting off on this. I'm just amazed that this is made. This is a thing. It's on television. I'm amazed. Yeah, this, this, what are you talking about? That's this talent. Yeah, you know. Shit, this is better than ESPN Ocho. Yeah, this, this, this is this is see what? this is the Bangkok Olympics. You know, yeah. you don't understand. God damn right. <laughs> oh well, I would say. Yeah, call it a night with this. Like one. you said, we didn't have the internet. Yeah, so I, you, I don't, I don't hate you for this choice. Like I said, I liked most of it. You know what, yeah, Dick? If you want to leave, you go ahead and you fucking leave. Well, I'm just. Uh, I feel like Norman Reedus. I need to go blow my brains out right now, and then uh, end the awkwardly end this uh, podcast. I, you gotta let her go. Let it go. I'm gonna beat your head into the cement. You fucking bastard. such a bullshit ending. Fuck Here's your ending, check. Man. Dickhead. Do you want to see he that lost speech? three points for that ending. I want to watch that speech that that dad gives outside of... Oh, he's terrible. He's so, so bad. bad. He he's a really bad, bad actor. I would say the two worst actors are the, the dead girlfriend and the dad. They bring the material down yeah. quite a bit. Oh, Especially you're... the dad. Because I never buy it for once, bought that dad is 
the dad of my daughter who you got hooked on heroin and she killed herself. I, I never feel like it once. I feel like he was supposed to be played by the guy that was the bad guy in RoboCop, where the guy that gets his hair pulled out of the club, and he was in Twin Peaks. That guy that plays the father. He he uh, comes off as more like the Spider Man rent is due guy from Spider Man Two. Like I, I got more of that vibe off of him. Well, that's so. too new. That's that's uh, that's no, too. Sp- Spider Man Two is uh, two thousand two thousand four. Yeah. 2004 this is 2005 so only year yeah. before so Rent. he could have had it he could have had it Lame. Oh, can't wait for that uh, marvel masterpiece coming out when they're going to bring all the spider-man movies in one movie and i don't give a shit about norman reedus either because he gets all of the money in the world to do absolutely nothing for seasons on end of a tv show the most boring character that never had a, two shits worth of a moment on that fucking show well, it's the, it's the chick factor. Chicks don't care about story. That's why I don't like it. I think it's bullshit that that's, that's okay and something else is not okay. Yeah. It's just look, at, look at what chicks like, what they get excited for. Uh, Robert Pattinson and Twilight. Awful storyline. Terrible. Every, every which way but terrible. Uh, uh, Norman Reedus from Walking Dead. He's a sex symbol. Most boring character on television he, and in like modern horror. He's boring. There's nothing about him that's interesting. I don't think he's uh, even attractive. He's a weird looking dude. Aquaman, the other one, the uh, Jason yeah. Momoa. Like he's the they big like, sex uh, symbol. They guy. also like Luke Evans, even though Luke Evans doesn't like women. So Luke Evans? Luke Although, Evans. Luke, Luke Evans. Luke Hemsworth? Yeah, Luke Evans from uh, <laughs> Dracula. What was it? Dracula Untold? That guy. Uh, yeah, no, look, I didn't, th- I, is he gay? I didn't know that. He's gay. Yeah. I'll tell you what though. Oh. He is a good looking guy. If I was going to jump on oh, the other side of the fence, I, that'd be the guy. Yeah, I want sure. him to defeat my smog. <laughs> smog? Smog. I got a smog for you in my pants. Smog. <laughs> yeah, smog. Oh, fuck that movie. Uh, <laughs> that was the, I, I've never wanted to leave a theater worse than the last 25 minutes of... I'm trying to figure out what, what drugs got you into that theater in the first place because there's no, no I, way in my right you know, mind sadly, sadly, I did like the first Hobbit movie. I kind of liked that one the most and everybody shits on it. I was like, I actually kind of like this one the best because it kind of sets everything up. But then the next problem is there's two more movies. I'm just like, why? There's, <laughs> you don't need two more movies for this. It's I, done. Uh, I've seen those movies all once and that was enough. Yeah, there, there it is. There's <laughs> the best part of the movie right here. I have to put it in the uh, film. Oh. This this belongs okay. on one of those like horror top ten kill lists. Okay, <clears throat> what's going on here? What filthy fucking thing? He is a terrible actor. <laughs> what is this? You don't want to be here now. Does he have a hair lip too? Lately, I've been spending a lot of time doing things I never would have expected. Okay, sitting outside your theater for days at a time with a loaded gun, or letting my business go to hell while I figure out ways to ruin your life. He's awful. He's terrible. Yeah. It, what is that accent? Is it like Hungarian? Yeah, well, every, it, it's, well, it's, it's Canadian because they shot this in Alberta, Ugh. Canada. But oh, the problem God. with that character is it's like, well, Norman Reedus lost his love of his life. So it's like, what, you guys both lost something. So it's like, it's not yeah, like uh, the one same of them, thing there. It's, it is, it's different because the dad blames Norman Reedus for getting her hooked. Yeah, but she committed suicide by cutting her wrists. Yeah, but he blames her for he blames him for wa- letting her go down that path that led to her death. 
And he's sure. probably pretty because they did show Norma Maria's putting the needle into yes. her. So yes. they, they established I, yes, that he yes. got her hooked on the shit. So. Right. Norma Reedus is is a bad person, but that's the whole point of the movie. Is I, I at least for me, I thought, does this guy have a redemption, or does does well, curiosity get the better of him? But if that's, that's what the that's case, the angle I was going. Me for. too. But if that if that's the case, then go all the way with it. Have her die of an overdose. Yes. Don't have her kill herself with a razor blade in a bathtub. Well, it's just stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Here's here's I can't believe I'm su- suggesting this. Get rid of the backstory. I usually pitch for more backstory that I care more about the character. But in this particular instance, the backstory drags it down. None of it matters. It when it pays off, you don't feel like it paid off. It just I'm gonna blow my brains out now. You're like, okay. It's the fact that they're set up with no payoff is is the part that brings the whole thing down for us. Just get rid of that. Just focus more on him trying trying to find the movie and being you can come up with something else. Even if they had that and didn't pay it off with the dad watching the movie and her coming out of it, that would have been fine. Just well, because it's, like it's got the Zodiac effect. It's about the obsession. Yeah. It, it, the obsession to see this movie. And the whole point of Norman Reese's character should have been he doesn't watch the movie. Yes. He's the one. It's the one thing he, he at the end of the movie, he's like, you know what? The one fuck thing in his this, life that he I'm didn't done. fuck up is he doesn't watch the movie. Yes. That, yeah. that is his redemption. All three that of us. Nice. All three yeah. of us would rather watch that. And I feel like yeah. that must have been part of the, the pitch for this episode, but they went, no, we need horror. So I don't think they came up at all. It was like, hey, man, she killed herself <laughs> in the bathtub because she gets naked. We see a naked chick. And if she cuts herself, you know, it's cool. And then Norm Reese is sad. If, if a naked chick covered in red caro syrup is your kink, then you got bigger problems than anybody in this fucking uh, movie. It's called sure. uh, 90% of the horror fandom. You're probably right. They're, they're all <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. I've seen these people in person. They're, they're not normal. Gooey, naked girl. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Hellraiser 2. Oh, my God. You're you're fucked up. Like I like Hellraiser too, but not as my favorite movie. Of like all I was time. gonna say, I, I don't I don't like it because it turns me on. I, I just yeah. think it's a cool movie. I I suggest Amputation. <laughs> Hellraiser two classic. It's fun. It's a fun yeah. movie. It's a fun movie. This one not I, so I like much. Those. This yeah, se- seven out of ten. Not terrible. Yeah. Didn't hate it, didn't love it. Definitely bottom tier Carpenter stuff, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. here's the problem. I'll the, never watch this again. The first 42 minutes of this, top tier Carpenter. Because yep. I, I was really invested. The The last 12 minutes of it, bottom, bottom tier. So it ends, yeah. and ends up being middle tier Carpenter. But I me. blame that more on the script than Carpenter. Yes, but I, I would well, buy I would this say, only, yeah. to, only for completionist's sake. Only because yeah. I want to collect all the Carpenter yeah. stuff. But I, would I watch it again? Probably not. Do you I actually own this? Is, Do you own this? No, if you... If you buy this, I think it's on a double disc. Yeah. No, actually, I I read they do have this um, on a set for the whole Masters of Horror series. This was the first one they released, and I read that they did release this by itself on a Blu-ray. You know what's sad? It's out there somewhere. This is the highest rated episode of Masters of Horror. That's how bad. That's, that's not is. a good sign. Do you have no. more of us to choose from? We have to. Because <laughs> it goes. Uh, this is the top with seven point six, and then it goes on to seven point two. And it's probably just because Carpenter's name was attached to it. Family by John Landis, which, oh, which stars George Wentz. <laughs> George Went, and then yeah, it's 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 just a horrible show. 
no, yeah, and Udo Kier and John Carpenter and yeah. And I mean, they had Reeves. some good direct, like uh, Joe Dante did one, and then uh, Dario Argento did two. Joe Dante did two as well. Toby Hooper yeah, did a couple. Yeah, we, but we know that Joe Dante is not a good director. Yeah. Ooh, Dario Argento. Yeah. Everything he touches, gold. John Landis did two. Stuart Gordon did two. I want to see those. Uh, that would be uh, Carpenter did two. Ernest K. Dickerson, who's interesting, did one. Larry Cohen did one. Brad Anderson did one. Speaking of uh, machinist. Uh, Although John Takashi... Landis did one of my favorite horror movies yeah. ever, and also my favorite music video ever made. Yeah, uh, thriller. Takashi yeah. Mike did great one. Ass movie, great ass video. Peter Medak did one. Um, William Malone did one. Lucky McKee did one. That Lucky McKee is an interesting person. I find that guy yeah. fascinating to watch. He hasn't done much lately, though. I think Mike Flanagan kind of stole his thunder. Yeah. Well, some of his movies are terrible, but The Woman is yeah. interesting, but it's not good. You ever see The Woman? I've seen pieces of it. Yeah, it's it's. I'm watching, I'm like, this is interesting. Because it's basically the dad finds a woman in the woods who's like a feral woman and just chains her up in the in the barn and like the kids have to feed her. And yeah. then eventually they free her and she just kills them. It's fucking weird, but yeah. it's not great. It's not good. I don't, I don't no. know, but anyway, um, yeah, so that's Cigarette Burns. Decent, could have been a lot better, could have been some things in there that we all enjoyed. Just some couple couple script changes we would have would have elevated a, a star or two. If we I did think... our own cut of this and made some minor tweaks on that third act, it would be great. Yeah, if I got... I think that says everything you need to know about Master of Horrors, the series. Yeah, that's, this is my first time watching Sounds this, like so... Yeah, that yeah, well, that's that, our first episode. You're not, you're not. Uh, this looks awful. Off. This looks awful. What the fuck is this? Oof! Clowns are not scary, Oof. no matter how you do it. Yeah, it, enough with the clown shit. Seriously. Well, that was years ago, so. I just so yeah. Weird. Ever since it came out, clowns have just descended into just demonic evil. Don't things. give a shit about clowns. No, I grew I up with the, the Bozo Show. I was not scared of yeah. clowns as a kid. Not that was at all. The, not whatsoever. I, the internet and, and, and spaghetti, or what's it called? The scary... Creepypasta. Creepypasta is what ruined clowns because everybody... Yeah, because if you, if you do look at old pictures of like old clowns from like the 30s and 20s and shit, they do look kind of creepy, and I think they just kind of ran with that. I so. do want to mention how terrible this drawing of John Carpenter is. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know what it looks like? It looks like a bad John Carpenter tattoo. Like somebody went to a really yeah. cheap tattoo parlor and said, "I want John Carpenter on my on my shoulder." <laughs> Do you think that's what a, you get? It's a John Carpenter painting made out of his cigarette ashes. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a bad tattoo on somebody's butt. Yeah, John you Carpenter just was at a was at a diner all night, and then he he was ashing his <laughs> cigarettes, and he just did the, he did a self mural. I, I ash. just did a self portrait did, of myself. He, he did a rub with cigarette ash onto a napkin. I just watched <laughs> Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. I need to do something artistic to get this shit out of my mouth. God damn it! Oh man. So oh, next no. week, okay, I need to go into a couple things here. Let me get back on camera. Hopefully, it doesn't glitch as much. That's why my camera's been off. Glitch. Is it still? Oh man, sorry. Whatever. You're still um, in glitch mode. Nothing I can do. I started Jason's that. Jason's right. Why the fuck do you upload during a? Podcast? I started at noon. Ooh, dude, it's it's nine thirteen here my time. I didn't expect it. To you gotta stop filming porn in four K and uploading it with that shitter net that you got. There. Hey, you're in the fucking episode I'm uploading, so shut the fuck up. 
Anyway, um, all right, so do what you can. I don't give a shit. It's a podcast first. The podcast is not going to be delayed at all. That's all I care about. But, so this is Cigarette Burns episode 15. Next week, I chose um, Vampires from 1998. Yay! Starring James Woods. Love it, love it. So that's going to be next week. That'll be on uh, April 28th. Um, the week after that is when we start to kind of alternate the shows. So we're going to do uh, Carpenter, Frankenheimer, Nick Cage. Oh, my God. But luckily, we're getting away easy next week or the week after that because we're our first Frankenheimer episode we're going to do is Andersonville, which is awesome. It's a good movie. And Question, the, will we be doing uh, Seven Days in May again no, as a Frankenheimer no. episode? Okay. It's already out. Cool. It was, it was a good movie. Yeah. I already I already got it rid of it, and I already posted it as the first episode because we already talked about it. I also got rid of the oh, Tales okay, from the Crypt cool. episode because we already talked about that. So I th- those are the first two okay. episodes of John Frankenheimer show. So. Hey, okay, gotcha. all right. And then on... We're ahead of the, we're ahead of the game. Yeah, exactly. No, that, no retreads. Exactly. Uh, May 19th is our first Nick Cage on this show. And... Uh, oh, God. We're doing Season of the Witch from 2011. Oh, my God. As you God. see, I have more bingo hoppers than ever. Oof. His whole career is a bingo hopper. His whole career is a bingo hopper, dude. I like to pick my films in a bingo hopper. Season of he the Witch is a great once. movie. Fantastic. Did you watch uh, uh, the, the, his fucking Five Nights at Freddy's fucking movie that he did? Uh the fuck's that no. shit called? Willie's Wonderland. The, the newest one. So Andersonville. Well, yeah, Wonderland. Good Civil War movie. And then Season of the Witch. Ooh, ouch. I've seen both several times. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. And then after that, we're going back to this show. And then it'll be Adam's pick. So the <clears> only <throat> ones we're going to pick on our own are Jock Carpenter movies. Those are the ones we're going to actually pick the rest is bingo hopper okay just to keep it interesting and since you guys don't know frankenheimer movies i'll let the bingo hopper do it and okay. that's what we're going to be doing so liwstudios.com for me um liw anthology pod liw the tz review liw studios phoenix west on twitter all those check them out adam RaidersLostFlicks.com for me. Uh, look me up on Twitter. It's Raiders underscore O-T-L-F. Talk to me about bad movies. I'll tell you about a few myself. Um, uh, the Lawyer Wonderland uh, Twilight Zone anthology series, Tuesday nights. I fucking hate you. Right here. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some other shows going. I don't know. You combine two shows together. Yeah, LIW Twilight Zone right. anthology series. <laughs> oh, I thought the same thing. Never mind. LIW the Twilight Zone review. It's really easy to remember. It's just That's LIW, it. the name it. of the show, and then the word review. That's it. You're right. Join the uh, join the Lord of Wonderland uh, Patreon, and you can watch uh, a full full video listen, of like uh, rubbing carrot cake on his tits. Yeah, oh yeah, forty nine ninety five. It's on his old membership. OnlyFans, LAW Studios. Oh my God, yep. should I do that? Should I do that? Why shouldn't I do that? <laughs> just, just as long as there's dick on there rubbing carrot cake. On and it's just like, just rubbing hairy nipples. That's all it is. <laughs> rubbing various cakes on yourself and licking it off. Now just quote Casino all night long. If you want to watch me tucking myself. And- 
Okay, there. Take care. Drive safe now. Okay. Have a good time. You look like Lionel Barrymore with your fucking bathrobe. And... I'm the boss? That sounds pretty fucking bad. They took that out of context. Oh, you fuck oh yeah. Me. That, that, that sounds fucking I bad. Fuck anyway, um, anything to plug, guys? No. No, we kind of did that, right? We just yeah. said our plug. Okay, we did that. Whatever. I don't have Uh-oh. I lost you guys. The podcast is lost without you. I can't hear anything. I can hear I believe in you. Oh, hey. I can back. see clearly uh, now. Phoenix I, is gone. I hear you. I, I see you. I hear you. You hear that? Well, thank God this wasn't a four-hour-long podcast. Holy shit. Right? It wasn't They Live. No, this is just three hours. We're keeping it short. But I do want to thank you, Dick, for choosing this because someone needed to, to go outside of just the regular movies, and you are the Yeah, first. well, like I said, I saw this when it first came out. It always stuck with me, and I always thought, like, the beginning was cool. It was a neat idea, and just bad ending. You're just like, yeah, yeah. whatever. If it, had, it is a neat idea. If I it had most of it. If it had the ending we wanted, I'd give it a nine. Like, I'd really, yeah. really yeah. enjoy it. It'd be solid. Yeah. <clears throat> but we got what we got. Um, yeah. Anyway, until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Adam Wilcox. Dick Dickot. So long, citizens. So long, John Carpenter. I'm over here. We'll be back. Bye. Out with, live with James Woods for Vampires. He'll be shouting oh, about. I can't wait. I, I'm excited. He's going to shout about politics and call us all assholes. I never get tired of James Woods. He's I, a genius. I, I do. He is a genius. He's fucking wonderful in casinos as well. Lester. Get chicken shit, cocksucker!